You are Locked On Bulldogs, your daily podcast on the Georgia Bulldogs. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Bulldogs podcast. I am Daniel. I am Clint. And Michael, M-Dubs, we need you, brother. We need you. Pre-production's going poorly. It's not great. It's not particularly our best work pre-production, okay? Or post-production, for that matter. As a matter of fact... It's not our best work. Just it's not our best work needed. during production. <laughs> if if the case needs to be made, I don't know. We'll just uh, go right there. Hey, welcome to Lockdown Bulldogs here on the Lockdown Podcast Network. Your team every day. I am Clinton. He is Daniel, and we are UGA fans first and foremost. That's right. Let me say it again. Fans, 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 fans. There's nothing. You said else. it several times. I, I said. I, I don't know how many more times I could say this because you're a fan of UGA. I'm a fan of UGA. That's why we like talking together. It's it's just joyful when we get to have these sorts of conversations with one another, which is exactly what we're doing. We are conversing with you, the loyal dog fan, about your basketball team and your football team, in particular football today and for the offseason, quote unquote. Uh, we're not gurus or insiders by any stretch of the imagination. We have a lot of fun. Don't take ourselves too seriously nor each other, but we do take seriously our fandom. That's correct. If you're a Georgia fan, uh, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Subscribe to the show. We would love that. We would love it if you would just come along for the ride with us and subscribe. It gets the podcast to your device every single day. We are here five days a week. And so that's the best way to follow along with all of the shows. Um, leave us a five-star rating and review if you like the show. That helps us out a bunch. Thank you to everyone who's done that. If you're listening to the show and you want to help us out, please do that. It's a great way to tell us that you enjoy the podcast. And that's really all that we ask from you. And so uh, we're happy to have you. We're never going to ask you for your money or try to lure you behind some kind of paywall. But if you want to leave us a five-star rating and review, that helps us out a bunch because it helps new people find the show. And when the show grows, it's good for everybody. Uh, and lastly, speaking of the show growing, we know there's lots of new listeners out there. We've got some great loyal fans that are at this point key contributors co-executive producers to the podcast i would say um we've got some great uh listeners but maybe maybe you've never reached out on twitter or you've never sent us an email you've never sent us an idea for a segment or a question or something that you want us to talk about uh we'd love for if you if you want to, we'd love for you to reach out to us. At uh, Dogs Podcast is the Twitter. Locked on Bulldogs at gmail.com is the email. We say it on every episode because we really do love hearing from you. If we don't respond to every email, we do read every email and message that we get on social media, and we do appreciate them all. So thank you for, to those of you who have reached out. Uh, send us your thoughts, your questions, your comments, your segment ideas, your this or that suggestions, anything that you want us to talk about on the show, and we will do our best to get to it. Clint, we still got some more draft picks to talk oh, about. Do we we not? have more draft picks because, again, a record number of UGA players went in the draft this year. Uh, we're going to talk about what that means big picture at the end of the episode. So we have two for the first segment, three in the next segment, uh, a couple of undrafted free agents we'll talk about as well. And then we'll talk about what this means big picture for UGA being Kirby's first recruiting class that he has had his hand completely on. And lo and behold, more got drafted than any other time at UGA. Uh, that's so weird. That's It's funny how that happens when 
the best coach your school has ever seen comes in, Daniel. Uh, more players okay, say get more. drafted into oh. a league whose job it is to have, wait for it, really good uh, football players. Hey, now. That is something. I'm trying to put two and two together here. Um, it hey, seems like it. Let's start with one of the, the best dogs that we have seen in quite some time. Richard LeCount III gets drafted 169 to Cleveland, Daniel. Go get you some, Richard. Go get you some, Richard. My gosh, we're so thrilled to see this. After the accident, after the injuries that came from that, after the shortened season, uh, what a gift to see this young man drafted. We Absolutely. all love him. Uh, he's one of the most beloved. Uh, and he lands on a team in Cleveland, uh, Daniel. He got drafted higher than Trey Hill, which... Whew, Just, I, who saw that coming? Uh, no one. Put your hand down. You're Ooh. lying. Uh, we no thought Trey Hill did. was going to go a lot sooner than he did, even ahead of Richard. Um, now, Daniel, on yesterday's episode, you were regaling us of the depth charts so that ESPN looked into their crystal ball with their gurus yeah. and made determinations yeah, yeah. already. Mm-hmm. That's correct. What, is, what do the Browns have for us? It doesn't look good for Richard LeCount, according to ESPN. Oh. They get him... All- they got him as the fourth string strong safety I on know. this depth chart right now. That's the bottom I of know. the barrel. The barrel doesn't go much lower than that. Um, now listen. Okay. Rich, Richard is undersized for an NFL safety. Sure. He is, um, but he's slow. I mean, okay. He he. This isn't he ran, this isn't great so far. He ran incredibly slow at the pro day. Let's just call it what it is. Incredibly yeah. slow at the pro day. And he's coming off a a gruesome injury. A freak injury. An injury that, let's just say what it is, he may not ever recover from. Fully. Like there's, it's, there's a lot of question marks around whether or not Richard LeCount will ever be the football player that he was before. Daniel, I don't know Let if you just, understand this is a podcast for fans. <laughs> <laughs> let me just tell you. Let me just tell you this. Okay. If Richard LeCount is the player that he was before, uh huh, he is not fourth string on anybody's depth chart. No, Clint. no, sirree. Now, does Richard sometimes struggle to tackle Trevor? <laughs> Trevor, welcome back to the podcast. Longtime listeners of the show will know that this is the genesis of our first ever one star review. <laughs> When we criticized Richard LeCount for letting Sam Ellinger run oh roughshod all over him in I, that bowl I, game. I cringe naturally. It was not that. good. But Richard LeCount is instinctual. Mm-hmm. He is smart. He is the playmaker in the secondary. He knows where the ball is and he knows how to go get it. Um, Trevor Lawrence said, oh, if I don't make it in the league, no big just go on. Richard LeCount said... I will sleep outside the training facility until I make mm-hmm. my way to a starting lineup. Listen, this man wants it, and he's going to get it. Richard LeCount, uh, good luck to you. I hope you I hope you have a long and prosperous NFL career, and I expect honestly nothing less. And, and really quick, just to give you a little bit more hope, he might be fourth right now at ESPN. Uh, second string, Montel Meander, is listed as a linebacker for the Browns. Okay. Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> and uh, the third string is a Liberty rookie safety. So, what a disrespectful thing ESPN's done by putting on Liberty. Did you expect of. anything less from ESPN? 
ESPN shame on me for going to your site. Not shame on you. No, that's shame on me. Fool me once. Fool me once, but um, yeah, shame on me for that. Um, biggest surprise of the draft for in terms of UGA was I mean, this it? I mean, Ben going so high wasn't. I mean, we said he was going to shoot up draft boards. Trey McKitty came. Somebody's going to fall in love with a guy that can that can do what Ben can. We do. knew that was going to happen. We told you to watch Trey this McKitty guy right coming now. out of nowhere. Absolutely, but we thought Trey Hill was going was going earlier. This, than this. is ridiculous. Like, Now, let me talk to you about some things, okay? Trey Hill, he falls. Um, He falls far. He goes 190 to Cincinnati. And, um, I mean, Trey Hill is what he is. He is, he's a great run blocker, very Mm -hmm. similar to Ben Cleveland. Uh, But he has got some notable struggles in the pass protection. NFL... Loves to overanalyze people. They love to dissect every square inch of a person. Boy, do they. Uh, and the NFL thinks he's got arms that are too short to sure. to reach and get some of the blocks and and whatever. Sure. I don't know. Um, have you seen the man's legs? Like that's not, don't talk to me about this about the length of his arms. Why don't you talk to me about the the oak trees for legs that this man is rocking because. I know the NFL is not a uh, run-first league. No. Right? I get that. I know that Trey Hill is going to have to develop some quickness in the pass pro. uh, And he's going to have to work on some technique in the pass pro if he's going to make it on NFL roster. But you can't tell me this kid was the 190th best player in this draft. Not even close, Daniel. No, it's not close. It's not close. Uh, It looks like... uh, He's going to be competing with Billy Price uh, for that <laughs> job. He's probably going to be backing up Billy Price over at Cincinnati for quite some time, uh, maybe the next couple of years. But uh, you're not going to have us sleep on him. We know who Trey Hill is. He's a damn good player. Uh, hey, we're going to come back to this, talk about a couple more that got drafted and some signed as undrafted free agents. But first, we want to let you know about Rock Auto. RockAuto.com is the place to find reliably low prices on every car part your car will ever need. That's right. Every single car part your car will ever need at RockAuto.com. Go over there right now. Let them know we sent you by putting on the comment section. How did you hear about us? Locked on. You can get interior, exterior, mechanical, appearance, everything your car will ever need delivered straight to your door without having to go through Walmart and potentially getting shanked as you go through that. Don't do that to yourself. Go to RockAuto.com. Every part your car will ever need. All right, some guys left. On the later days, the later rounds, Daniel. Uh, and this one, this one was a big, big tumble. Mark Webb made it all the way down to two forty-one. Um, that's two forty-one. That's a long way down the list, Daniel. Can I say something? You may. I'm surprised it was that high. I did not expect Mark Webb to get drafted. Of I expected DJ to be drafted ahead of Mark Webb. Okay. DJ should have been drafted ahead of Mark Webb. DJ is a better player than Mark Webb. There it is. So that's not necessarily a knock on Mark Webb. It's just an analysis of who's better, DJ or Mark Webb. So 
I didn't expect Marco to get drafted. I'm thrilled for him that he did. NFL, a dream come true to get drafted in the NFL. This is a guy that came in, has put in the work, switched positions, done everything the coaching staff had asked him to do. He's physical. Yep. He can make plays yep. in the run game. He's a good tackler. He's not the best coverage guy that's going to be on your team, but um, he'll find a role on special teams in the NFL. He's fast. Uh-huh. He's athletic. Uh-huh. He likes to hit. Uh-huh. He likes to play. He's a former wide receiver. He could do some things in the NFL on special teams. Um, I like. I think he's going to stick on a roster or two in his career, so uh, I, I like it. Daniel, really quick, um, do you know how many free safeties that the Chargers currently have on their roster? Couldn't, couldn't begin to tell you. Two, one of which being Mark Webb. Oh, no, second string. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> All right, well, free agency might have something to say about that, but... Yeah. Uh, yeah, Mark Webb going to, going to have um, a struggle to, yeah. uh, you know... Find playing time, but I think special teams and, and you know that Kirby coaches <laughs> coaches these guys with that kind of mindset. He 100%. teaches them to want to play special teams in college, and that's how a lot of them are going to make their living in the NFL. And so, uh, yeah, good for him. Uh, and then you go to the undrafted free agents, and you got DJ Daniel and Malik Herring, both of which I think are good enough to play in the NFL. Clint, no doubt about it. No doubt. No, Malik no. Herring, Malik Herring is one of my favorite Georgia Bulldogs. He was one of the more underrated members of this last year's team. He's an underrated loss on next year's team Oof. for Georgia, and um, and he's just going to go to the Kansas City Chiefs, which I guess they just get all the good players. Is I was just going to say, the- here's my here's my suspicion. Um, I don't know the Chiefs depth chart that great, and the all the contracts associated with it but here's my guess my guess is in not this year but the year after they're going to have some choices to make with a second string or some rotational pass rushers and they're going to pass on those guys they're going to give malik a red shirt as it were this year mm-hmm. um because and he fell because of the knee injury okay that's that's what happened sure you just you can't tell uh malik's going to come back after a year of getting in the nfl um, after a year of taking reps and knowing a system and having depth at rotation, and yeah, watch out. This cat plays. Like, there's no doubt in my mind he's going to find a place to stick. If the Chiefs were able to bring him out, he, guys, he's not able to lift any weight right now. Yeah. Okay. So, like, and the Chiefs still said, yeah, come on in. Like, they're not saying, we'll pay you. they're not saying, come on in, let's see what you do in training camp. But no, he can't do that. He can't, he can't do training do camp. that. This is, I, but they still want it. They still want him. My goodness. Um, <clears throat> can I go on a little bit of a soapbox here? Ooh, yeah. I love it. Daniel. Please do the I, the gentleman from South Dakota seeds the floor. All right, let's talk about this one second, real quick. Georgia fans, mm. Trey Hill made a bad decision. Okay, he probably should have come back to school. Clint, do you agree? Hundred percent. Now, a lot of Georgia fans see this as an opportunity to just go on some sort of a diatribe about how, well, if we did things more like Alabama, you don't see Alabama players coming out and early and then not getting drafted, and Alabama players come back for their senior year, and then they get drafted in the first round, and blah, 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 and blah, blah, blah. Sure. 
Sure. May I point you in the direction of Deontay Brown? Oh, no. Starting offensive guard for the University of Alabama, who got drafted lower than Trey Hill and had another year of eligibility left at Alabama. Uh, Because guess what? Everyone had another year of eligibility left at Alabama. All them players. Everyone had another year of eligibility left everywhere, Clint. And yet... This guy came out and got drafted below Trey Hill. So I suppose what we're saying is every single person who got drafted in the 6th and 7th round and is now making uh, multiple million dollars mm-hmm. on a guaranteed deal, multiple million dollars, um, they made a poor decision because they had another year of eligibility because the NCAA made Should we just not have had a 5th, 6th, and 7th rounds in the draft this year, Clint? I saw some people, Clint. That said Tyson Campbell and Aziz Ojolari made bad decisions that's, because they slipped out of the first round. Oh, bad decisions? No, they didn't. A second round NFL draft pick? I'm sorry, sir. What have you done with your life? Please tell me. Please tell us what you've done with your life that a second round NFL draft pick is a bad decision. Georgia fans sometimes just just take a breath. Okay. Chill just, out. Just take a breath. All right. They just, all right. We That's fine, all. y'all. We fine. That's all. Uh, all right. We're going to be back. We're going to talk about Kirby. We're going to talk about the big picture of what this means for Georgia. But first, betonline.ag is your online sportsbook expert. They are the place to go when you want to place a bet on uh, basketball, on football futures, on Major League Baseball, hockey, whatever it is that you're into betting on. Betonline.ag has it. Go there right now and enter the promo code Locked On, and you're going to get a 50% welcome bonus on your initial deposit. That means when you make a deposit, they are going to add 50 percent more right mm. on top of it that's free money with which you may bet more when you go to betonline.ag your online sportsbook experts all right so this was as we've said before kirby's first class that he gets his hands on recruit recruits came in under his watch to uga and a record number go into the nfl many of them three-star recruits who had to change positions or were track stars and now getting paid uh more than you and i do in our lifetime so again uga fan just please take a breath take a breath okay uh we all can't be the 10th overall pick because there's only one of those um and Eric Stokes is fine cashing his check right now. Okay. He's doing fine. He's doing fine. Uh Daniel, this means a great deal for UGA. And may I may I refer all of our listeners back to a conversation we had uh, many times on this podcast, not just 3 months ago and 6 months ago and many many times. When people mm-hmm. call for Kirby's head mm. to be fired. First of all, yeah. um Seek help. Just go away. Just seek help. You have no, go you have unfair expectations. I fear for your significant other. If you are calling for mm. Kirby Smart's head, I fear for your significant other because nothing has ever been going to be good enough for you. Kirby is making a monster. This next recruiting class looks like it's going to break everything that Kirby has already broken record wise at UGA. Mm-hmm. Just think about that. Okay. The number of recruits we've already seen come in will be broken if everything goes in next year's recruiting cycle. Uh, That's going to be historic. It's already been historic. And this follows a trajectory, Daniel, 
that we've seen elsewhere. This coaching trajectory of coming in, getting your players, getting your coaching staff, getting your culture, getting your expectations in. This is a demarcation. Well, all of a sudden, your recruiting class and your players that you have are getting drafted like this. It's uh-huh. a sign that should be like a giant flare in the night. Watch out. Because Kirby's arrow is pointing up. George's arrow is pointing way up. The ascent is happening. And this is a similar trajectory to the likes of uh, Debo, uh, um, um, Dabo, of Sabin, of all the rest of them. This is the same trajectory. And Kirby is on that path to excellence, which leads to natties, which leads to joy. People, it's here. It's, it's correct. Uh, Clint. May I, may I make the statement now? You may, may I? All right, nine players drafted. Nine. A Georgia, a Georgia record. Here's the statement. Okay. Not for long. It's not a Georgia record for long, Clay. Mm. Not for long. Don't get used to it, Georgia fans. That's what I'm here to say. Don't get used to nine players drafted being the record because it's going to be the record for exactly. One year. One year, y'all. One May year. I read you some names now? Okay, okay. I, everybody buckle up. Because these are the draft eligible players for next year. We don't know that all of them will declare for sure. But these are the draft eligible players for next year. And I'm only going to read the ones who I think have a legit shot to get drafted. Okay. Okay. I'm, not, I'm going to leave off some that could be sleepers. Can, can you give me an Give me an example real quick of somebody that's going to leave off that might be a sleeper. Is that possible? Somebody that uh, – yeah. So, like, um, Jake Camarda is a senior. Okay. I think Jake Camarda could get drafted as a punter. Great. Right? Um, Latavius Brini I'm going to leave off. I think Latavius Brini could get drafted. But I don't necessarily predict that he's going to. Um, <clears throat> Jordan Davis. Hmm. <laughs> Devontae Wyatt. Okay. Jamari Sawyer. <sighs> Justin Schaefer. Um, Adam Anderson. Yep. Uh, Quay Walker. Yep. James Cook. Oh, yep. Uh, Trayvon Walker. Yep. JT Daniels. Oh, sure. Number one overall pick. N'Kobe Dean. Okay. Lewis Seen, Kiaris Jackson, <laughs> Nolan Smith, Zamir White, Jorge Pickens. But those are the draft-eligible players that I predict will be drafted next year. I wasn't even counting. Did I make it to nine? Uh, yeah. Because I, <laughs> I, I, I think I'm in the double figs. I think we're in the double figures, and, and five of those are easy first-round talents, like without this, even thinking too lot. much about it. There's a lot of talent. Jordan on Davis, Jorge Pickens, JT, uh, Nicobe Dean. He has a stellar season. Uh, Absolutely, uh, Nicobe Dean. Can find, Adam Anderson can find his way into the first round if he if he balls James out Cook this balls year. James Cook balls out in such a way that people can't help but put a satellite picture on him, trade into the first round in the later half, like at 31, 32. Um, mm. Nolan Smith, does he have any upside? Like, oh. there's just some, there's a lot okay. of guys. Okay, talk about measurables. Talk about explosiveness. Talk about next gen stats. That's what a lot of these teams are doing, right? I mean, we and then you run down here and you start getting into these sophomores and freshmen, 
And they just they keep going, Clint. So again, one more they time. They keep going. I'm not here for the this following slander. <laughs> um yeah. Monty Rice is not a three down linebacker. I'm not here for that slander. No, we don't talk that way. Uh Trey Hill is a has been that is barely gonna make a club. I'm I'm not here for that slander. Aziz Ojolari won't lead the Giants in some statistical category next year. I'm not here for that slander. And I'm not here for the slander that Kirby Smart cannot recruit, develop, and is w- well on his way. Well on his way. And may I, may I say also, ahead of schedule of other coaches. Uh-huh. Absolutely. Okay? Of excellence at UGA. The sky's the limit, and we're here for every single second of it. Uh, hey, that does it here for Locked On Bulldogs, here on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Come back tomorrow where we talk more UGA football like fans always do. We'll see you guys then. See ya. See ya.